Welcome to the Home Service Business Coach Podcast with your host, David Mowerman. You will learn to grow your home service business and transition from being the technician in your business to being the CEO and leading your team to success. Get a front row seat where you will get practical advice from industry experts on how you can level up your home service business. Get ready to take some notes because we're going to jump right into it here. What is going on, you guys? I wanted to thank you for giving me your ears as you can listen and learn in this episode. I try to bring you as much value as I possibly can so that you can grow your home service business. Uh, I wanted to let you know that this podcast episode is brought to you in part with our partner, Jobber. Uh, Jobber helps power my home service business, Revive Washing. And if you're looking for some awesome field service software, guys, it is the year 2021. It's time to level up your game and get organized. The days of pen and paper are long behind us. So if you're looking to test out some new software, I've linked up in the show notes for you a free trial as well as 20% off for six months. You can give Jobber a good test drive and see if it's right for you. So Before we dive in, I wanted to bring that to your attention. I also wanted to let you know, if you're finding value in these episodes, I know there's a ton of free information out there. I I consume podcasts myself as well, but it's always good to connect with the person on the other side of the line. So if you're looking just to connect with me, you can definitely book a free 45-minute coaching call with me. Just jump onto my website, homeservicebusinesscoach.com. You can book your free call with me, and I promise you, you will get one piece of value on that call. Uh, I love diagnosing other service businesses and trying to bring some value into you. Uh, if you more, if email's more your thing, always email me, uh, homeservicebusinesscoach at gmail.com. We uh, try to keep things simple over here. So if you're looking to reach out and dive in a little bit further, uh, don't be shy. I'm, I'm always happy to connect. If I look at my entrepreneurial journey, I learned so much along the way from those who went ahead of me, and I'm still continuing to learn and grow every single week. So that's enough from me. We're going to dive in to our interview here and to our episode and bring you some learning. So thanks so much again for listening. We will talk to you guys very soon. Hey guys, thanks again for tuning in. It's Dave Mormon here with Home Service Business Coach. Uh, I sat down a little while back with my friend Craig Juiced, who is the founder and CEO of Local Handyman Group. And he's on a mission to franchise his handyman uh, business all across Canada. And he is seeing some very quick growth. So uh, I've got him on my uh, podcast twice now, and this is the first part of the talk. So I really wanted you to hear this because it frames up the business that he's building and just explains uh, his his master plan to take over the country with franchising his business. So bear with me, uh, the first minute or so, we just are getting the audio figured out. But after that, it's smooth sailing and all gold nuggets for how Craig's growing his business and you get a front row seat to learn just how he's doing it. So I hope you enjoy this episode and we'll talk to you guys soon. Sounds good.
All right, it's just loading, taking its time. Okay, we're good to go. Um, right on everybody. So I am here, uh, it's Dave with Revive Washing and I've got Craig Juice, my friend on the line here. Craig is uh, CEO of Local Handyman Group as well as uh, 604 Handyman. Craig, how are you doing today? I'm good, Dave. Thanks for uh, having me on and, and having a chat. We've been doing Lots of chatting with uh, different business people of late, obviously, and I think we uh, all need to stay as active as possible, even though we're locked down and probably going a little bit stir crazy in our homes. But uh, no, happy to be on here with you. Yeah, no, thanks for coming on, Craig. I've been uh, trying to track you down for a little bit of time now. I know you're a busy guy with uh, you're you're a master juggler. I say you're juggling lots of different pursuits, which is uh, which is great to see. Thank you. Um, so Craig, um, you know, can you tell us a little bit of a, we're going to kind of center this chat around uh, the coronavirus and, you know, what you're doing leading your home service brands. But um, before we dive into that, can you maybe just tell um, some of the viewers a little bit of background on yourself and, and how you got into, into the handyman space and franchising? Kind of give us a bit of a, a snapshot into that. Yeah, sure. I'd love to. Um... So we started 604 Handyman in uh, White Rock, South Surrey. My wife and I are business partners, so she's co-founder. Um, it One of those things that comes out of, I think, your own personal need and necessity, where I was working downtown Vancouver. Um, I used to be uh, vice president. I was also managing director for 1-800-GOT-JUNK um, and Wow and Day Painting, which is what had me in the franchise space since 04. Uh, my wife needed a handyman, called around, couldn't find anyone. Your typical kind of um, genesis story. And um, 604 Handyman was born. Uh, I think we branded it very well. And um, my wife, Kristen, had hired a really good handyman, was knocking it out of the park. Uh, I looked at that and said, okay, franchise hat on. How are we going to do this? Um, called my franchise lawyer and uh, started franchising with the idea of just doing 604 Handyman locally and having seven or eight locations and that being it. Uh, through my network, we had a ton of people reach out and said, well, how does 604 apply to Calgary or Regina or London, Ontario, wherever it may be? And with that, the local handyman, was, uh, local handyman group was born. So a bit of an umbrella of that national feel. And then went on a URL buying spree and we started launching different brands with a local vibe and feel, but with this national um, footprint. So we've grown the business over the last couple of years to uh, 604 Handyman here in BC. Um, we're in talks of expanding into the rest of British Columbia with 250 Handyman. Uh, we sold out uh, Southern Alberta, 403 Handyman. So Airdrie, Calgary, Red Deer, Sylvan Lake, Lacombe. Uh, we sold out Regina, which was 306 Handyman, and then just started into Ontario, uh, sold the entire London market, uh, four territories out there, uh, for 519 Handyman. Um, we're in the process of continuing to grow the brand, so as we go into the interior, it'll be 250 Handyman, 780 in Edmonton, etc. Wow, um, man, crazy. Um, it's, it's, you're pretty much just taking over Canada one province at a time. <laughs> yeah, we're legends in our own minds, but um, 
But we're working hard to do that, and we've been really fortunate to do it with the right franchise partner. So we have a great collection of different business people that have come in. Some have been in the uh, home services space before. Some have had no experience, but have hired the right people, grown their business. Um, and yeah, so we just continue expanding with really looking at the right people, not just someone who has a, a check to write and be a part of the brand because it's um, my job to make sure we start building out regional accounts and also bringing on the right people. So that's really my focus. Yeah, I know when we've been chatting uh, over the years, Craig, you you have such a high um, barrier to entry to get into a, into your franchise. You know, you guys are so selective on who you hire, not just their skill set and background, but is it a cultural fit with the other franchisees? Yeah, 100%. I mean, you know, the old saying of, you know, one rotten apple can spoil the bunch. We really have to look at, we now have four 604 handyman um, locations. As an example, Pitt Meadows Maple Ridge is in the process of launching, but it's obviously extended a little bit just based with the world we live in yeah. today. Yeah. Um, but out of those four, very like-minded people, work together well, have the same take on like a business philosophy and business ethics and morals, where I, I think if you brought in the wrong person that gave you a check, you really would do damage to the brand. So yeah, it's it's out of function, necessity, and the standards we hold people to, to come into the brand. Um, and like I said, you know, knock on wood, we've been very fortunate with uh, the amazing franchise partners we have. Yeah, that, that's amazing. How, how many franchises do you guys have now? So we have 11 ownership groups that service 23 cities. Wow, that's amazing. So it really is going nationwide. Yeah, the plan for us is definitely, uh, there's a focus from here to Ontario. Um, and then funny enough, we've got someone in disclosure, but we're waiting to see, you know, when things get back to whatever the new normal is. Um, yeah. so we we're going to dip our toe into Quebec and look at, um, Montreal, especially on the West side. That's still a little bit more English speaking, but with the idea that whoever the franchise partner potential we're talking to out there, um, would be someone that would help us translate the website and make sure that it's friendly in both languages and the right message, et cetera, so that we can service more of, of the country. And then we've been asked quite a few times about the States, but that's uh, another massive market to itself. So right now there's a, a focus on the, the five more Western provinces, but um, yeah. we'll see where it goes. Yeah, man, the world is not short of opportunities. I think you're doing the right thing, you know, focusing on one area at a time and really building up that core and who knows uh, where, where the future goes, right? Yeah, and, and you know, the one thing I think from speaking to a lot of, a lot of people much smarter than I am is these are the times that you look for opportunity. These are the times that you don't put your head in the sand or hide or watch 10 hours of Netflix. Um, no slight on Netflix. I love my movies and spending time with our little guy who's out of school right now. But um, now's the time to look for opportunity. Now's the time to sharpen the pencil. How, what are we doing? How are we doing? And I know we'll touch on that in a second. Um, but it's so important to keep that, that normal routine. You and I watch a lot of the same motivational people on YouTube. Yeah. And, um, and I mean, it is get up when you normally get up instead of going to the gym, 
Work out, whether it's sit-ups and push-ups, do it at the same time. Have your breakfast. You've probably saved yourself two hours in commuting. Use that time wisely. Spend some time with the family, but stay busy because on the mental health side, I think it is so important to keep your brain going. Um, you know, we are very lucky where we live. It's very low density, so we go for an hour-long walk every day, nice. obviously away from people. But just that clarity of um, getting some sun, staying physically active. Um, I spend at least four hours every day in the office focusing on the business. We're looking at our on-site procedures right now. What other services can we offer? Because you have to stay, let's say, Paul, you have to be in fighting shape right now to be ready to go when it's go time. And it will be go time again. This is not going to last forever. So I think it's really important. Yeah, man, I completely agree with everything you said. You know, I think that as we transition into talking about coronavirus here, I think that's really the theme that business owners need to know. You know, this is a temporary state. It's a temporary blip that we're all in. And we will all get through this together. Um, I think some companies will come out of the other side um, more ready for more opportunity and more success. And those, as you said, that are sitting at home getting fat and lazy, they're going to just be, you know, you want we want to be sprinting off that start line rather than kind of hobbling to our feet and, um, and getting going. So um, maybe as we transition into that, Craig, can you, I've got a few questions with regards to your company and what you're doing with coronavirus. And the first one was, is how are you guys marketing um, during these times? Can you tell us a bit about that? Yeah, so so interesting time. So it has significantly impacted operations because we're inside people's homes. Um, we have some locations still operating and some that have not been operating for a week. Um, the one thing, you know, it's, it's always be marketing. You have to market, and, and so we look at it in a different aspect. So we had a system-wide call about two weeks ago. Part of the tactics were reach out to your customers. You guys do a great job of it in regards to touch points, right? And it's yeah. um, reaching out saying, hi, Mrs. Smith, how are you doing? Not I'm trying to sell you handyman services. How are you doing? Are you okay? We care about you. Top of mind, someone might need something, or they might need someone to drop off groceries. Right? Who knows? But taking care of your customers now, whether there's a dollar in it or not, will will generate brand evangelists. That I can promise you. Um, two is staying really sharp and focused and to the point and positive on social media. It's a bit of sweat equity versus spending money, right? All of us are looking at how do we protect cash right now? Cash is king. So everyone's deferring payments and doing whatever we need to do. Um, so on the marketing side, it doesn't mean you have to spend a ton on AdWords because if you're closed for business right now, we have online booking and obviously people can call us, but you can book one to four hours online. And so we want to put our franchise partners in a position to be successful, but they still need to be active. So the social media aspect of it, I think, is very important. Um, still doing AdWords, but you can cut your budget down. Just don't cut it all off. It's like in franchising right now, I've had more leads and discovery calls in the last two to three weeks of people saying, I want to take my future into my own hands and take this opportunity and build something versus maybe going back to an office, right? Um, I don't want to spend a whole bunch of money on marketing right now because for everyone it's tight, but that's the one place I'm not cutting back on because I believe we have to push the brand out there and be top of mind because 
whether it's launch, selling a franchise or Mrs. Smith needing something or a strata company needing something, you need to be the first thing they think of on who's going to fix it or you know who's going to wash it, whatever that looks like. Um, so the social media side is is great. I saw there was a posting from our White Rock location. Absolutely loved it. Um, there was a couple of um, stores that needed plexiglass put up just on, you know, kind of PPE. Yep. And um, it was amazing. They went and did it for free and put that up on social media. Not, hey, look at us, what we're doing. It was a genuine act. That, if I see any business doing that, it's like what you guys do on, on the water side, right? To me, it's like, why would I go somewhere else and support another business when this business is going above and beyond, not just in what they're doing? So, yeah, yeah. I'm excited about this stuff, so uh, just cut me off. No, that's good. There's so much uh, meat and potatoes to what you're saying. I uh, I could listen to it a long time. I think um, one thing that you touch on, though, is I think it's really a time to, if you're not involved with the community, uh, you know, start to do that. And if you are, it's a time to really step it up. Um, a lot of these, you know, Facebook group pages I'm on, the um, – the engagement on those neighborhood groups is like absolutely through the roof. There's threads with hundreds and hundreds of comments. I think although people, maybe their financial money situation is a little bit iffy right now, um, they're very rich in time right now and they're at home, they're on social media. So I think as a business, whatever you can do that is in the community that you can push out to your social channels, as you say, like now, uh, now's the time to do that, I think. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, on the marketing side, it is, you always want your brand out there and you want it out there for good, obviously, but you have to put that that image, that statement that I have a little chihuahua here that's guarding. Yeah, okay, get him in. Uh, <laughs> um, you really want to make sure that that is in front of as many people's eyeballs and that you're doing good. And doing genuine good actually brings way more good PR than doing it for PR's sake. Yeah. Yeah, I think um, I think uh, clients, uh, you know, their their BS meters are pretty well tuned these days in 2020. Yeah. If you're just doing something for the fabrication and the marketing purposes, they're going to see right through that. But I think if it comes from a good place um, of you actually wanting to help, I think customers can pick up on that pretty quickly. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. Now you say um, a lot of work you guys do as the 604 Handyman Group, you guys are going into homes. So what are you guys doing to you know, really make sure your customers stay comfortable with your revised work procedures? So great question. And I, I don't think it's um, the answer certainly is not rocket science. We have taken, so we have a um, pre-job checklist. So because handymanning is so varied, um, someone says I need a light fixture changed. Well, it could be on an eight-foot ceiling and a light this big, or it could be a massive chandelier in a staircase that's 15 feet up. So part of what we do when we show up on a, on a job is we look at confirming the job, confirming the time, where's your water shut off, where's your power shut off. It happens, you can drill through a water line, and if you don't know where the water shut off is, I can tell you there's a lot of running around panicking. So now we've taken that to the next level. So we communicated out to all of our customers, each franchise location did of, we're following what the government has asked us to do. So travel, whether worker or customer, um, feeling ill, worker or customer, booties, gloves, 
wiping down um, items that have been touched after the fact, keeping your distance, not shaking hands, that type of thing. So we've taken the wash your hands before and after, and, and, and it is such a simple thing to prevent this. It's just people sometimes get silly. Um, so we've, one of my to-dos tomorrow is to actually put it all on paper as a moving forward new normal, um, where we go, this is our standard. How are we going to do the job? Do we have the right tools? Is it look like the right amount of time? And then I think, you know, the, the world we're going to live in is, well, when we're done installing a light fixture, do we take, and they'll be readily available then, but do we take a Lysol wipe and wipe off the light switch, right? So it's those little things that we have to inform our customers about um, in what we take serious and what we do. Now, some of our franchise partners have also been doing ex exterior work. Mm. Uh, and then some of our franchise partners have B2B clients that there might be work that needs to be done in um, homes that are not occupied, right? So they they varied in what they do where they'll only let one trade in at a time and then they'll so say, hey, there's eight hours worth of handyman work, especially in Calgary, this is happening right now. So they can go in into an unoccupied, do their thing, wash their hands well, and, and get out. Yeah. But I think there's be a bit of this angst and fear moving forward for anyone who's in someone's house. So. Yeah. One thing I like that you said is the exterior side of things. You know, I, uh, uh, a home service business I used to run was a painting company I had for a number of years. And this time of year, we would get really busy and start booking our painting projects for the coming months. But something that was always a problem for us was um, the wood repairs uh, to be done on a lot of exterior houses, you know, some of their wood posts or some of their, um, you know, sometimes their trim boards behind gutters that were always a problem or, you know, a busted gate on a fence. And so I, I don't want to speak for all homeowners, but I know there's going to be that, little laundry list to get done of exterior items and i think what better time now as people are hanging out around their home they're seeing you know their needs recognition what needs to get done um i could see that those services really uh really staying quite steady over the next little bit yeah now i totally agree i think you and i are both uh glass half full uh people and i look at there is this amount of work to be done in a year and there's going to be this amount of time. So that's where, you know, I would challenge not just our franchise partners who I love and respect, but I would challenge every business out there, be ready now. Your booking systems, your house QuickBooks look, are your vans clean? Are they stopped? Are you ready to go? Have you talked to your handyman, workers, um, office people, whoever it may be to say, when you come back, and you are, this is what we're going to do. This is how we're going to do it, right? It's scary times. All of us wake up and you know, I have two or three minutes of, oh, what if this goes on for X amount of time and whatever, and then I let that wash away, have my coffee, and then I get to work, and we all need to try and stay proactive because to your point, I completely agree, the work is going to be there. People are not gonna go on a cruise and they're not gonna fly to Europe they might take a little bit less money and fix that gate, wash the deck, wash their house, um, look at other repairs they need because all of us are at home right now. And yeah. there's a bunch of kids running around homes as well right now causing damage. Yeah. Uh, not that all kids cause damage, but you know what I mean. So mm -hmm. 
you have to get ready now because it's coming and the numbers are going to keep going up on the COVID side. It's scary. Um, the numbers are going up because they're testing more, right? So it's natural that it's going to go up. Yeah. And I'm not saying in two weeks, everything's going to be fine, but there will be a point where we start slowly integrating back to normalcy. Um, and then we'll integrate more and we'll integrate more. And when people say July or whatever, there might be this fear of, oh my goodness, my business is going to be shuttered for four months. No, it's just going to be a gradual phase of what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, or at least that's my take on it. None of us really know a hundred percent. Yeah. Um, but you I have think, to have it ready. I think that's probably people's biggest fear with this business owners and everyone else is just, you know, the whole unknown of it. But, you know, I think something key and, in life is you make decisions on areas where you're actually really responsible for and you don't worry about the rest things you can't control and so you know there's that quote life is only 10 percent what happens to you and 90 percent is your attitude towards it and i really think COVID-19 is showing like a level of attitude you know what is your mindset your attitude towards this is this a challenge or is this a, a mountain not able to get climbed up and you don't even want to start start the uh, you know the summit so I think I was gonna get your comments on what do you see um, maybe let's talk about opportunity when we come through this what what areas of opportunity do you see um, on the other side of COVID whenever this whenever we are through with this so I think the opportunities are there. I'm, I'm looking at my notepad, and I don't want to give away all the little things we're looking at doing. Yeah. Um, but there are going to be new doors that open, right? How a restaurant deals with disinfecting high-touch surfaces, because you know that's an industry that's just been hammered. And I, yeah. I have a lot of friends that own restaurants, and some of them are just doing an amazing job on takeout and going above and beyond and the Washington Avenue grill. We know their owners. We took, got takeout from them to support them the other day. And I had joked with the owner that, man, I'd sure like to see like toilet paper back on the shelves. And with our food delivery, he brought us a roll of toilet paper. That's awesome. Hey, I love <laughs> that. The little things. Yeah. Um, so we've looked at, cause handyman has a, has quite a broad spectrum of services. Um, so we're looking at, is there a disinfecting, fogging, um, where you go in and like take out smells in cars and homes and all this type of stuff? Um, we have a couple of regional accounts with like Brown Social House where they're handyman of choice. Um, so what can we do there to help? What can we do in homes to help where it's more of a one-stop shop? We're not going to completely change what we're doing. Um, the other thing we're really looking at too is, you know, I hate using the word
We're just having some technical difficulties here. Uh, Craig, can you hear me? We'll just give Craig a minute to get back on here. There we go. We're good again. We're good. I think that was it. Uh, it conked out. Now we're good. We can edit that out. Um, sorry. Continue on though, Craig. You were. I, I lost you at the part about the restaurants looking into fogging services with uh, potential businesses in the area. Okay. Yeah. So we're looking at you know if we're in people's homes or businesses, is there something else we can do? Um, we've identified a couple of different verticals that can be bolt-ons to our business that, you know, at the end of the day, all I want is our franchise partners to be successful. Their success is ours, obviously. Um, but we've definitely identified a few opportunities, um, what our B2B, B2C split looks like, who do we go after and talk to. Um, so it, it, there's definitely a, a shift. Um, and it's just, again, how ready are we to implement that shift? Because if you, once it's go time and you're not ready, it's, you're going to be behind. Yeah. Yeah. One thing that's interesting to me too, about as we, you know, finish up on opportunities, I kind of think of the day when uh, we're through this. And again, we don't know when that is, but what does that look like from a personnel perspective? You know, I think there's going to be um, people in our marketplace that have potentially been displaced from a job or maybe they're looking for a, a new opportunity and a new roadmap. And I think if your business can get through this time, keep its head above water, I think there will be, um, you know, we've seen the flip side of it where the economy is so good in home services, everybody's go, 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 getting jobs is, you know, shooting fish in a barrel, anybody can do it. But now I think you need to level up your sales process. But I think there will be some uh, some relief in the market as far as you can't find anyone good anymore. I think there will not necessarily a flood of people, but I think there will be more applicants, you know, who would be interested in maybe hearing about your opportunity. I, I cannot agree more. I mean, a, a perfect example of that, not pandemic wise, but um, energy markets wise, if you look at Alberta. Alberta, I remember when uh, my wife Kristen was still working for the, um, was working in the leadership team at Cactus Club restaurants when they had expanded out to Calgary, just getting dishwashers was a nightmare, right? Mm -hmm. um, because the energy market was booming and people said, well, I can go up north and get a job for 40 bucks an hour or 50 bucks an hour or whatever it may be. Obviously, they've been in a bit of a recession there just based on the energy markets uh, over the last while. And it's a lot easier to get quality people um, because it's, it's a complete shift. It's the same with businesses. If it's good and you gouge people, when it's bad, you're going to probably go under because people will remember how you treat them. If you treat people fairly during the good and the bad times, they'll stay with you. And so mm -hmm. I completely agree. I think there's going to be a really good opportunity for folks who are looking to join great brands and for brands looking for good people, I think this is where there's going to be like a really nice um, match being made with the right people and the right businesses. Cause they'll, good business will always attract good people, right? Yeah. And you've said too, you, you said off the top of the call, I think that you've had a, a influx of people coming in that are interested in conversations with, with 604 Handyman, is that right? Yeah, so we've had, um, I've been averaging 
Well, I've done five discovery calls, which means someone has said they're interested in the franchise and then actually gone to the point of booking a call once they have more info with me. I've had five calls in the last two days nice. um, from all over. I had a call with uh, a gentleman from Kelowna today, uh, Edmonton, Prince George, Nanaimo. Um, and I think that folks are seeing, let me be in charge of my future and what I can or cannot do. Um, working for a company is great. Um, entrepreneurship, as we know, is a roller coaster. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think I think people that have some foresight. The one guy was um, metal roof metal roofing company in Edmonton and wants to diversify to be able to do smaller jobs because he knows the forty k metal roof job is maybe going to be a little bit limited in the market. So I think people who are really looking forward and not just kind of stuck in the now. Um, yeah are seeing the opportunity of diversifying, whether it's a handyman franchise, a house washing franchise, a painting, whatever it is, but to look at yep. what they can take and bolt on. So. so I'll link to the to the notes here, Craig, but um, do you want to just maybe tell the listeners um, what would be the best way to get in touch with you uh, or the brand if someone's at home, you know, maybe displaced from work or thinking about, their future opportunities later in 2020, what's the best way to get in touch with you and maybe just do what you said at discovery call and get more of the nuts and bolts of a franchise? Sure, so for actual handyman work um, in the lower mainland at 604handyman.com, uh, we have four amazing franchise partner, four locations, more than four franchise partners because there's some husband and wife teams. Um, so 604handyman.com, it's one number, you'll see it on the website to call and you can dial through to our different locations. Uh, you can book up to a four hour job online, um, just putting in your postal code. Uh, if you're reaching out in regards to being interested in being a handyman for one of our locations, there's a contact us form on the 604handyman page that you can fill out. Um, on the franchising side, now we have, we, we only have a few locations left for 604handyman. Yeah. Um, okay. for, you know, we're throughout Canada. Um, so for that, it's localhandymangroup.com. So again, localhandymangroup.com. Uh, we have a brochure on there. There's a video. If you aren't tired of listening to me talk yet, there's a video on there that takes you through franchising. Um, and then from there, you can fill out a form that will be sent to me and we can set up a discovery call if someone feels there's a fit or they want to take the the next step on uh, business ownership. Nice, and I can speak to uh, to the listeners. You know, we've worked with uh, a few of the franchise partners now with uh, with Revive, and we've referred uh, six hundred four handymen to our clients um, for you know repair jobs, uh, handyman jobs around the house, and uh, we partner quite closely with six hundred four handymen. And you guys have been great customer service. Uh, our clients have been happy, and um, we're actually creating. Uh, we were working on a little bit today. It's called, uh, you know, our Revive Referral Program, and we got you guys top of the list for uh, referring all uh, all handyman repairs. So uh, it's been been a fun ride so far uh, working with you guys too. No, we appreciate it. I know we've referred you guys as well, and I think that's the great thing in having, you know, we have a national scope, um, but having this local vibe and feel where you live and work, we love being able to say. Oh, you need your house washed? Revive. You need yeah. plumbing services? Blue Planet. Um, real quick story just on how close these relationships yeah. can be. 
we had uh, when Kristen was still running the White Rock franchise, we had a handyman, our handyman out uh, drilled into a wall to mount a cabinet. Someone had run water pipes around the window, which they really shouldn't. Hit the water pipe, spraying out. We turned it off. Um, plumbers are usually very busy, and it's days before they can. We called and said, "Hey, the house's water's been shut off. We need someone to just splice in the new line." Um, I could hear his kids in the background. They were there within an hour, fixed it, and they didn't even charge us. Wow. And that comes back to just goodwill. Like we don't send people leads and say, hey, Dave, here's a house wash for you. Uh, we'd like 50 bucks. Yeah. We operate. We operate yeah. very much on we're all in this together. We're a team. We're small businesses. And if we can help each other, it comes back, right? The more you give, the more you get. So. Hundred percent, man, and I think that's been you know key to your success too. Is you're just a relationship builder, and you get paid to do that, right? And I think that's a kind of secret sauce a, a successful business owners have. I think is they they take barriers down and they build relationships, and it's not about the fifty dollar referral commission. Like nobody nobody cares. You want uh, you can't take it with you when you die, and I think you want to have uh, solid relationships with people, and all like you said, always be giving. Uh, I think those are the the happiest people are the ones that are uh, on this earth trying to give. So um, that, that's well said there. Um, yeah, I got kind of one more thing here, uh, uh, Craig, to go through. Um, do you have uh, any comments on uh, what your kind of six month outlook is on the on the business side here? Can you give us a few things maybe that you see coming down the line? I know you touched on you don't want to give away all your trade secrets, but maybe give the listeners a. Uh, couple things where you see the, the brand going here? Sure. So so the one thing we are doing, um, and we're piloting this, we're just waiting for the services page to go up for 403 Handyman, is we've just started doing um, dryer vent cleaning. Um, it's a touchless system that we've put together. Um, so it's basically like a skipper jack ball and that shoots air backwards, kind of sucks its way into the uh, dryer vent and then you pull it out and all the stuff comes with it. Um, so we're really looking at how how can we make people's homes safer? So again, that ties into not only reducing dryer fires and stuff like that, but uh, mold can form in there too because it's got an external contact and it's usually running horizontally. Um, we're looking at, like I said, some more disinfecting services that we can get into for customers we currently have, right? So it's definitely a, an add-on. Um, and I do see over the next six months, things will get back to whatever normal is going to be. But I think people just need to look at it as integrated. Everyone wants it to be May 1st or June 1st. Hey, guys, everything's normal <laughs> and business yeah. as usual. And that's not, that's ne not going to happen, period. But I think if we're no. ready to say, okay, we're going to be at 30% of capacity, I'm going to bring a person back. Now we're going to be at 80% of capacity. I'm bringing my other guy back or gal. Mm -hmm. um, and by the third month, you're back to where you want to be and or pushing even harder. Um, it's the only way to look at it over the next six months because there's so many unknowns. Yeah. So I, I definitely see look at the verticals of where you're getting your business from and do you have to pivot there? Look at um, your, an integrated phase of what can and can I not do, right? Vancouver, as example, 604 Handyman Vancouver North Shore has a large 
exterior deck job for a strata company to do mul multiple uh, deck replacements. They haven't done yet that yet because they're afraid that they get halfway through and they can't get lumber or whatever it may be because of the store closing. So I think once there's a little bit more certainty in, okay, some of these things are not just essential, these places are open, you'll see that integration moving forward because we have to move forward, um, but we have to do it in a safe, staged way. So I think for people over the next six months, you just need to look at where my work's going to come from, where it isn't, am I ready, what am I doing, and I need to have a plan to do it, to get back to it slowly, not just zero back to 100%, because that's not going to happen. Yeah, that's really good. Um, and just kind of recapping the chat here, Craig, um, I just wanted to throw it out if you have anything that you haven't said that maybe you'd want to say to a, a owner of a home service business, you know, we're casting this live right now in the jobber group. I think there's like 1200 people in that group. They all own businesses. So, um, you know, we've touched on uh, the marketing, how important that is, you know, not so much shoving down the throat, but how can we communicate? How can we have a posture of service and helping our clients? Uh, you've talked about staying positive and not only that, but staying actually active, uh, both physically, staying healthy, going on walks, um, dedicating a, a chunk of time. You said four hours a day that you're kind of fully switched on to the business. How can we work on the business, refine our systems? Um, you've talked about the new revised procedures you've made uh, to your customers and how you're uh, communicating with them. You've brought us through the outlook uh, where your brand is heading. Um, so you've touched on a lot, but kind of as we close up, is there maybe one or two last things you want to throw in here? Uh, before we sign off to the listeners? I think, and, and you probably heard it from everyone on any motivational video, etc. is you need to stay positive. That's what you can control. Um, you need to keep busy. That's what you can control. The one thing that I find too that people need to realize is your time right now is free. So use it. Use it with the business and use it with your family. It doesn't cost you money to spend four hours focusing on your business, right? It doesn't have to cost a penny. If anything, it's going to set you up to be ready um, and to not go stir crazy because I'm a chatty glass half full guy. I can only yeah. imagine someone who isn't with where we are right now. It must be very, very difficult. So I have a lot of empathy um, to the whole mental health side of things. But I can guarantee you, if you're busy focusing on your business in whatever capacity you can, it will take your brain and switch off the doubt, the fear, the angst, the anxiety. Work hard, spend some time with your family, have happy hour, have a glass of wine. You don't have to yeah. commute and just find that balance because you do not have to spend $5,000 on marketing right now. You do not have to spend any of that except your time. And you've been given this gift of time. You have to look at it as a gift versus a curse. If you can do that, that's what you can control. We don't know if this, how long this thing lasts or how, what your cash burn is, etc. Um, but that's what you can control. Yeah, that's really good, Craig. You know, I think finishing up on that point, you either have money or you have time. And it just so happens the entire world right now has time. I think it's kind of funny. You know, I was talking to my wife uh, the other night saying, no one can say anymore, I'm too busy or I don't have the time for that. If they don't want to talk on the phone, they're actually choosing to not make the time because everybody has the time. 
um, right now. So, and we did have one question come in here, Craig, just as we wrap up. Um, uh, it says, Craig, I'm curious, what is your favorite part of uh, owning your owning your brand? Throwing a sideball one at you, but you yeah, know, maybe a no. thing or two, the one of your faves that jumps out at you. So I think the one thing that as entrepreneurs and working on our own businesses, we are in control of our time. I work more now than I did when I worked in an office, but it's when, right? So we have a seven-year-old, well, he just turned seven. Um, and if I want to take him to swimming, which is important for that hour, I can allocate that hour to my son and I can do a discovery call at seven o'clock at night. I'm not constrained by office hours. So when people say in charge of time, there's sometimes a disconnect on, oh, I, I'm only going to work three or four hours. No, you're going to work even more. But I think that's one of my favorite things. The other thing is building a brand. So whether you do it with us or with you or with whoever it is, if there's a market and that brand was never there and you build it and people on Facebook go, what handyman company should I call? And 604 Handyman shows up 19 times. The yeah. pride of this was not here before. I am creating this brand in this market, whether it's a franchise or your own. And from nothing, people are now talking about it. Yeah. And that's the most, I, I, you must feel it too on, on Revive is Revive was not there before. Right now it yeah. is, and people talk about it, and it, I get goosebumps talking about the stuff. Yeah. the the time aspect of not being a nine to fiver, and the building something that was not there, and my efforts show by people saying that's a hell of a company, or you can trust them, or relationships that people admire. That's the stuff that that the untangibles of not just my revenues here, or my profits here, or whatever. That's important in business. But yeah. I'm in the brand, the brand that you're building, that to me is, uh, I love it. It's so true, man. It, from the first time I met you, you were talking about the brand, you know, and a quick, quick thing too, is you got the, you know, some, the Timmy Horton's logo looks really similar yeah. to 604 <laughs> Handyman. You're a, you're a sharp switched on guy. And I think just that little story of branding is, is cool too. And Esther seemed to like your answer too. She says, love that answer. What a total hustler way to go, Craig. So <laughs> Um, yeah, that's, uh, that, that's awesome, Craig. I think, uh, it's every entrepreneur's struggle, you know, balancing work from family. There is that flexible schedule. It doesn't mean it's easy, even though it is an option to, you know, fit the business around your life and not the other way around. And I'm sure we've all had times where it swings out of balance. Um, and so, uh, but yeah, um, Another comment, 604 Handyman sounds like one heck of a company. It is one heck of a company. They do great work. Um, so, yeah, I, uh, I thank everyone for, uh, for tuning into this uh, live interview here with Craig. Again, I will link uh, his contact info into the show notes here. So uh, as you do find some time at home, if you're thinking of the next opportunity, um, Craig has such a brain for franchising and has a, a solid brand. So um and and like i said he's got time now to hop on calls so um yeah feel free to reach out and uh yeah craig i thank you for your time too I, you know i've learned a lot from you over the last few years and uh, you're also a great client of uh, revive so i'm happy to uh to hop on and, and thanks for giving us some of your time thanks thank you very much i, I really appreciate it and 
yeah, we admire what uh, you've built and your branding, and I'm sure we've borrowed a few things that you've done as well. So, uh, no, we love uh, love the brand that you're building, and we're very pleased to uh, be, you know, uh, business partners in regards to our brands working together, really in a in a good partnership. Um, and uh, yeah, I love the relationship we're building, and uh, I appreciate the time too. Yeah. Cheers, Craig. I wish it was happy hour and I had a bottle of wine. Well, you might have Haley's in there. You never know. Yeah, there you go. All right, Craig, thanks again. And thank you, guys. We'll talk to you guys next time. Thank Uh, you. Take care. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the episode today. If you want to get even more value from David, then book your free coaching call at homeservicebusinesscoach.com. 